everybody. Welcome to the Grizz Weekly Grind, your proud affiliate of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Pete Pratt, the TV voice of the Memphis Grizzlies, and your host for the program. We're up to episode 54 of Season 2 of the Grizz Weekly Grind, and I guess uh, at some point we'll turn the page and start Season 3 of the Grizz Weekly Grind. In today's episode, I am back from Paris, feeling refreshed, had a wonderful holiday in the City of Light. It was amazing. The weather was fantastic. The art was gorgeous and had a really wonderful time. So uh, back from Paris. While I was in Paris, the NBA schedule dropped. We'll talk about that, the impact of national television games and some of the key road trips and stretches. We'll talk about that as well. We'll also talk about Kevin Durant. I want to be traded. But if you don't trade me, get rid of Steve Nash. Get rid of Sean Marks. Never mind. We'll talk about Kevin Durant and what is going on or is not going on in Brooklyn. Also an update, a community update, really, with some new programs that the Grizzlies are going to be enacting in the run-up to the preseason. So we got all that coming up today on the Grizz Weekly Grind. But first, uh, we got some pretty important news for you from our good friends over at the Youth Athletic Foundation. They have been supporters of the Grizz Weekly Grind since day one. The Youth Athletic Foundation, that's YAF, mission is assisting student-athletes in developing a strong work ethic through discipline, responsibility, and accountability. They help youngsters understand the importance of working hard to be the very best they can be, whether that's on the court, in the classroom, or in the community. They've donated millions of dollars to charities, families, local high schools, and youth sports programs. They do an incredible job, not only of coaching up young people in athletics, but also in the game of life and uh, the impact that they have had on kids through the Mid-South is absolutely incalculable. And I bring this up because, as I said, they have been, along with Hoop City Basketball Club, they have been supporters since day one of the Grizz Weekly Grind. Well, they're having their annual dinner and golf tournament, the Youth Athletic Foundation is. Dinner will be Sunday night, September the 25th. It'll be at a private residence in downtown Memphis. Dinner and silent auction from 5.30 to 7. Sharvey Mack will have some live music, and there will also be a live auction as well. Then there's a golf tournament the following morning. It'll be 10.30 a.m. shotgun at Colonial Country Club. So you can sponsor a hole. You can uh, enter a foursome. Whatever you want to do. Great event. Great, great charity. Uh, it, it is a charity, but... It, it, it's more than that. I mean, it really, with uh, the character building stuff that they do with kids around here, in addition to athletic formation as well, it's, uh, it's fantastic. If you want information, uh, just going to the dinner. I will be there. Full disclosure, I will be the MC and the auctioneer for the dinner. Won't be able to play golf because that's on Grizzlies Media Day. But if you want information on how to get involved in this, uh, and help out the Youth Athletic Foundation. And, oh, by the way, they always have fantastic auction items like you can't get anywhere else. Because Mike Miller knows a lot of cool people, and a lot of cool people donate some really, really cool stuff. Um, the guy to contact, contact Chris Cathy, and you can reach Chris at 901-494-9382. That's 901-494-9382. Or you can email him at Kathy. C-A-T-H-E-Y dot Chris at yahoo.com. That's Kathy dot Chris at yahoo.com. Get yourself signed up. Uh, the dinner is always a lot of fun. 
A lot of really cool folks there, uh, and it's going to be a fun time. So go ahead and uh, sign yourself up for that and or the golf outing, and I guarantee you will have a really, really good time. Speaking of having a really good time, uh, Paris was fantastic. Um, just the, the weather was great. Hit it immediately after a torrential rainstorm the day before that flooded the Paris metro, or at least some stations of the Paris metro. Um, it was warm, but it wasn't the record-breaking heat that Paris had experienced uh, earlier this summer. So the weather was pleasant. Uh, hit four different art museums, went to Monet's Garden at Giverny, which now you understand why he loved painting the water lilies and painting flowers. And it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. And thankfully, our tour group got to the gardens like right at 9.15. There was no other group there. So with the sun coming up, you could see uh, the, the Japanese bridge. And if, if you're an art person, or maybe even if you're not even an art person, I'm sure that you've seen images of it at, at some point in your life. Uh, it was absolutely glorious. It, it was fantastic. Versailles is over-the-top opulent like you would not believe. Uh, went to the Louvre, had a fantastic tour with a great tour guide. Did get to see the Mona Lisa. Look, the Mona Lisa is not a big painting. It's a very, very small painting. Um, but it's, it's one thing that you can check off the list. Um, interesting watching people going to art museums. When I go to an art museum, I want to look at a work of art, read the description, uh, maybe get some background, if not on the artist, uh, on the subject. And uh, that's how I like to do it. I'd, I don't know why people feel so compelled to take selfies in front of works of art. Is this to prove that you were there? If you're telling somebody, yeah, I went to the Orangery and I, I saw the water, you know, the massive water lilies painting, you were there. Do you need to memorialize yourself taking a selfie in front of a Monet? I, I don't know. And it makes it, honestly, it makes it harder to enjoy the art right now because everybody has their camera phones. And so everybody, everybody becomes a photographer. And the, the fact of the matter is, if you really want a good quality reproduction of an image, you might as well buy the guidebook rather than something with your phone and you're waiting for people to get out of the way because everybody's staring at it and taking selfies. And, and we even saw some, some selfie sticks in Paris. That was, uh, that was kind of interesting, kind of a throwback, selfie sticks. Um, but uh, yeah, Paris, a lot of fun, great city. Uh, you know, so much of the architecture is original. Uh, there are modern parts of the city, obviously, but the historic parts of the city remain uh, in their original form. Walk past Notre Dame, the bell towers obviously are standing, uh, the spire uh, in, in the rear of the church, obviously that collapsed in the Great Fire a few years ago. They continue to work on it. Uh, there are some really good displays about the restoration work, which are pretty, pretty interesting. But uh, yeah, Paris. Good time. Very much enjoyed it. Very much enjoy the cafe lifestyle. Uh, you know, the, the chairs are all on the sidewalk and you just plop down in a chair and, you know, order a glass of wine. And, and actually, they have remarkably good pizza there. A lot of pizza restaurants or cafes that serve pizza and actually really, really good. And uh, if you love cheese, if you love truffles, uh, if you love chocolate croissants, yeah, Paris is, is certainly the place to be. Okay, enough about that schedule, as it were, and we transition to talking about the Grizzlies schedule. Grizzlies schedule comes out 
there will be five preseason games at Milwaukee, then home to Orlando and Miami, then on the road at Orlando and on the road at Detroit. The regular season for the Grizzlies will open on Wednesday, October the 19th. It will start on ESPN at home against the New York Knicks. Then the Grizzlies immediately go out, Texas two-step back-to-back, Houston, then Dallas. One of the things that is uh, unique about this schedule, and we've seen from time to time as the league has tried to minimize travel as much as they possibly can, where you play the same team on consecutive nights. And if I'm reading this correctly, that's going to happen four times for the Grizzlies this year, which as a broadcaster, that's great. It makes your preparation a whole lot easier uh, when you're playing the same team two days in a row. It's going to happen, like I said, as I scan this, and again, I'm maybe mildly jet lagged from coming back from Paris, but it's going to happen four times. Uh, late October, consecutive road games at Utah. Then in January, consecutive home games against San Antonio. Then in March, Grizzlies will have consecutive home games with Houston at home and then with the Clippers at home. If you're looking at road trips, Grizzlies have a four-game road trip that culminates with the Christmas night game at Golden State. That's going to be Oklahoma City, then Denver, then three days off, then Phoenix, then Christmas night at Golden State before the Grizzlies come home. Other big road trip is going to be in January, Lakers, Phoenix, Sacramento, Golden State again, and at Minnesota. Then there's a four-game trip later in the year in March, Houston, Denver, Clippers, and the Lakers. That game, March 7th, will be on TNT. Pau Gasol's number 16 will be retired by the Los Angeles Lakers. Grizzlies will also end the season with three consecutive road games at New Orleans, at Milwaukee, and at Oklahoma City. So that's going to be rather an an intriguing end to the season uh, to end with three consecutive road games and and kind of an odd trip. New Orleans, up to Milwaukee, then over to Oklahoma City in any event. If you are planning around the holidays for your New Year's Eve festivities, you're going to have to plan around basketball games. They will be in Memphis. Um, New Year's Eve, 7 o'clock against New Orleans. New Year's Day, 7 o'clock against Sacramento. So if you're going to celebrate New Year's Eve after the game, you better celebrate responsibly because we're back in the gym 7 o'clock the next night. Uh, You know that the game's on TNT or ABC. There are two ABC games this year. Uh, One of them will be on Super Bowl Sunday. It will be at Boston. The other one, obviously, is Christmas Day against Golden State. Um, The MLK Day game, January the 16th, It'll be Phoenix. That will be on TNT as well. So the Grizzlies, uh, we're looking at this one, two, three, four, five, six, seven TNT appearances. Just so everybody knows, this is this is really good for the Memphis Grizzlies visibility that they will be on TNT seven times, ABC twice, along with a bunch of ESPN appearances as well. That's the good news. The bad news is if you really like the Bally Sports Southeast coverage, you're going to miss it for six of those TNT games and both of the ABC games because the the broadcasting um, 
contracts have those as being exclusive. The one TNT game where the regional can go side by side will be the MLK Day game. TNT has always allowed us to go side by side because it is such a special day. So they're going to be eight games that Brevin Fish and I are going to have to have to sit on the sidelines, which um, there's nothing worse than having to sit on the sidelines and watch a big game and you can't do it. And that's, that's the way it is. I mean, that's, that is the way that the contracts are structured. It's the way they have been. Uh, when the TV deals are redone, I don't know if things are going to change at all, but um, in any event, that's, that's kind of how it shakes out. So, Great for the Grizzlies. Great opportunity to show their stuff on the national stage. Um, but again, you know, for those of us who actually do the games uh, on a local basis, those are those are tough nights where uh, you have to stand down and you 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 can't do the games. But that is the schedule for this year. The full broadcast schedule, including the preseason uh, television schedule, will come out at a later date. And once that comes out, we will confirm all that with you. Uh, coming up, Kevin Durant. I want to trade. Get me out of here. Either that or fire Sean Marks or maybe Steve Nash. I don't like what's going on here in Brooklyn. Yeah, right. Uh, we've got that, and then we've also got some uh, community updates from the Grizzlies. They've got a couple of things going on that are brand new this year uh, that you can t- participate in. And so we want to tell you about that. But first, we tell you that today's show is being brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. You know, college football, it's, it's, it's right around the corner. I mean, it's practically here. Time to enjoy the tradition, the fun, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. To celebrate the best time of the year right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. Now, if that's not enough action, you can also place a same-game parlay for a shot at an even bigger payout. Just combine multiple bets into one like, which team will get the win? Which team will score first and, and, and more? Look, you know I'm a big Notre Dame fan? Massive game against Ohio State in the horseshoe. You know there's going to be a ton of interest in that game. But, you know, there's going to be a lot of interest in, in a bazillion games. So what you got to do is get yourself lined up with DraftKings. It's safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for terms and resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee. Call or text the Tennessee red line at 1-800-889-9789 in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. One per new customer, minimum $5 deposit, and wager $200 issued as eight twenty-five dollars free bets all right Kevin Durant get me out of here I want to trade away from the Brooklyn Nets I don't like the way things are going here and if you're not going to trade me get rid of Sean Marks get rid of Steve Nash don't like what's going on okay and then the news broke and and this was this was odd because I got on the plane Monday afternoon in Paris and, you know, you're trying to get data. And I was getting texts from, from people around the Grizzlies. 
and it, it was like the, the bug eye emoji. And I'm like, what's happened? And, and I was trying, trying to get some internet to figure out what was going on. And of course, that was when the Shams Tarania report broke that, well, the Grizzlies have five first round draft picks and they've been in contact with the Brooklyn Nets. But Jaron Jackson Jr., Desmond Bain, John Morant, not going to be made available in any potential deal. I, you know, I, I looked at that, and, and obviously people in Memphis are just going like, you know, they're losing their minds one way or the other. You know, and I don't know if, if, if it's a 50-50 split or not, but there are some people that think that Kevin Durant is the answer to all the Grizzlies' championship aspirations. And there are other people that have said, quite literally on Twitter, I wouldn't touch Kevin Durant with a 10-foot pole. When you started looking at this and the subject of, well, the Grizzlies have five first-round draft picks between now and 2024, I think, is, is, is the accuracy of the report. The thought that the Grizzlies would, would package that many picks uh, just seemed to be kind of strange because that's not the way the Grizzlies do things. They like to draft and they like to develop. And, I mean, obviously they just drafted a really big draft class. So, yeah, I mean, you, you would have assets to give away. But it just, it just seemed to run counter to the way that the Grizzlies would do business. So, you know, I, I'm reading these reports and you're flying over the Atlantic and uh, didn't really hear anything new about it. But I, I, just, I just had it in my gut that the Grizzlies were not going to do anything because – Brooklyn was looking for, they were looking for a top caliber, all-star type player, plus a bushel of picks, and then either somebody who they feel would rapidly develop or was already a good rotation player. The Grizzlies have done such a good job of drafting and developing and establishing their identity and their culture. It just did not seem real to me that the Grizzlies would kind of bail on that to get Kevin Durant. And to go back to something that general manager Zach Kleiman had said, he said, we're not going to do something just for the sake of doing something. We're not going to do something to be splashy. And, you know, the thought of letting one of your stars go, which, you know, when, when you, when you talk about Jaron and Bain and job, those three guys are going to be pretty much untouchable. Dylan Brooks might be the one player that potentially you could move, but he's not an all-star level player. Certainly a rotational player, certainly a starter for a lot of teams in this league. Um, there, there, there just wasn't a package there. And so the windup to that is, is that Durant met with Nets owner Joe Sy, met with Steve Nash, met with general manager Sean Marks, and then all of a sudden on Tuesday – Ah, we're going to continue the partnership. Well, yeah, you're under contract. The Nets were holding firm in their demands, which they're well within their rights to do. And I think the question is, for a lot of NBA teams, do you really want to mortgage your future on Kevin Durant for at least the reason that he's got a four-year extension, $191 million dollars, you are on the hook for a max extension. And you've got a guy who has bounced from team to team. There is no denying that Kevin Durant is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Zero. 
one of the great players in our game, one of the great scorers in the history of the game, will be in Springfield as soon as he is eligible. But there's, there's this aura of unhappiness or you don't understand who I am that seems to follow him. How does that fit in with a team? Well, I think there, I think there are some teams, number one, the price was too high. And number two, do you really know what you're getting with Kevin Durant outside of the fact that he could score 30 points a game? What else are you getting? Is there other baggage? Is there, you know, are you going to mortgage your future to get Durant on your team at a particular time and then you realize that if there's something amiss in your organization or at something amiss, at least in his world, um, are you going to have an unhappy camper and all of a sudden after one year, after you've shipped away multiple first-round draft picks and a rotational player or two, now, well, now Durant's demanding yet another trade. So I think it was good for general managers around the league to say, you know what, we're not going to mortgage our future for a guy who may or may not be happy with us. There's no denying their talent, but there's also no denying the fact that there's been, like I said, an aura of controversy or unease around Kevin Durant. And do you want to bring a player like that into your locker room? And the Grizzlies and 28 other teams said, no, we don't want to do that. So Kevin Durant uh, drama ends as, uh, as they say, in some parts of this country, as a nothing burger. We also understand that uh, Kyrie Irving will probably stay in Brooklyn as well. Uh, Grizzlies, couple of events uh, heading up to the preseason. And uh, both of these are inaugural events. Grizzlies will host their first ever 901 Day Grizz Bash on Thursday, September the 1st from 5 to 8 outside FedEx Forum. Uh, there's going to be a concert, 8-ball, Big Boogie, Duke Deuce, and more. There will be a 901 Sneaker Expo and Sneak Fest will return to FedEx form. There will be a street fair with inflatables, face painters, dunk tank, and more. There are going to be food trucks there as well. And you know what? It wouldn't be a Memphis event without a little pro wrestling. Uh, DJ Mike T will be spinning some tunes. Mads Kruger, The Gun Show, Dustin Star, and more. Um, yeah, there's going to be a wrestling throwdown. All right. If you haven't seen the gun show, Brett Michaels, he's, he's really, really cool. Uh, former Memphis heritage champion, Mads Kruger is just a giant dude. Um, think of, think like Steven Adams big. And yes, the Grizzlies den will be open so you can get some brand new Grizz gear. Then uh, Grizzlies are, are going back to a bowling event, which they had had previously. Uh, they used to have a bowling event. Lionel Hollins and Damon Stoudemire was bowling for backpacks. Then Mike Conley had the Bolin Bash to benefit sickle cell research. And, uh, of course, you know, with Mike being traded and then with COVID, a lot of these preseason type events went away. But we have the return of the Grizzlies bowling event. Uh, it'll be the Grizz Bowl, and it will benefit St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. It'll be Wednesday, October the 5th from 4 to 8 p.m. at Andy B's in Bartlett. The entire roster and coaching staff will be there. And... Um, for details on this, go to grizzlies.com slash grizzbowl. Um, you can join the coaches and the players 
with uh, bowling, arcade games, food, drink, and more. All benefits, or all proceeds, I should say, will benefit the life-saving mission of St. Jude. Uh, there is going to be a VIP bowling experience for up to six. You can get an individual ticket for two hours of general admission bowling, uh, complimentary food and beverages, unlimited arcade games. And if you're an MVP or a slam dunk supporter, there will be additional benefits. All the ticket options, and I haven't had a chance to te- check them out just yet, but go to grizz.com slash grizzbowl. That's grizz with two G's, of course, two Z's, of course. Uh, grizzlies.com slash grizzbowl. Go ahead, check it out, get your tickets. Promises to be a lot of fun. It is one of the few events where all the players will be there. Um, there used to be the tip-off luncheon to benefit St. Jude. Now it's transitioning to Grizz Bowl. So join us for Grizz Bowl. It's on a Wednesday night. Um, come on, roll the rock. And, uh, you know, I need. you know what I need to do? I need to go online and just remember it. I need to get, a you know, the, the dude from the Big Lebowski. I need to get one of his bowling shirts. As a kid, I used to be a really big bowler. Uh, junior bowling in Wisconsin was was huge. And uh, we're actually pretty good. But it's been a while since uh, I think the last time I bowled was the last Mike Conley bowling bash, which, you know, was several years ago. So I'm going to have to dust off the bowling shoes and ball and uh, get myself over to the uh, bowling establishment and, uh, and get myself ready for this. Um, also, one other thing. Personal note here, uh, I will be performing my one-man show, Mark Twain, The Trouble Starts at 8, for Tennessee Shakespeare Company. Uh, that will be Sunday, September the 18th, 3 o'clock at Tennessee Shakespeare Company. If you're looking for tickets, they're almost sold out. Uh, tnshakespeare.org for tickets. Uh, I'll be doing about an hour of Mark Twain readings, speeches, Uh, And for those of you who are of a certain vintage, you may remember that the late great actor Hal Holbrook did a show called Mark Twain Tonight. This is in the same spirit. So I got that going on. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to go into rehearsals (laughs) and do do a one-man show uh, before I get to the basketball season. It's been kind of crazy summer, but it's been a good summer. Hope you've had a good summer as well. And that is a wrap for this edition of the Grizz Weekly Grind, a proud affiliate of the Basketball Podcast Network. We thank the Youth Athletic Foundation and Hoop City Basketball Club for their continued support. And as I said, do check out that YAF Dinner and Golf Tournament, which comes up in late September. Check that out. Uh, Also, our thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook for their continued support as well. I'm Pete Pranica. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.